you are tuning in to the Get Rooted podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Russell Jacobs. This series is inspired by my nearly 20 years in the beauty industry and most recently as a life coach. After having deep conversations with hundreds of people, I've realized that we all have a lot in common and a lot we can learn from each other. This podcast is for my beauty professional friends and fans of the beauty industry. And it's a place where we discuss this thing called life, its ups and downs, as well as philosophies and techniques to help us on our journey. From struggle to triumph and everything in between, if you like personal growth, deep conversations, and becoming more grounded, then it's time to settle in and let's take care of those roots. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Get Rooted Podcast. Today is a solo episode with myself, your host, Stephanie. And today's episode, I really wanted to focus on thriving. Here's the thing. I know what is happening in your business right now because it's September and I am well aware that you are in the throes of back to school. I don't know why people say January is the start of the new year when for me it always felt like September. It felt like we had a new whole new phase of the year coming when September hits because for us beauty professionals September and then November December are really the busiest times of the entire year. And because it's the busiest time of the year, I thought that it would be great to have an episode in which we talked about how do we maintain the energy we need to have in order to not just survive this time of year, which I think is the mentality of a lot of us, how do I get through it, Um, but to thrive. Like how do we harness all of the opportunities that are coming our way in, again, September and November and December. I exclude October only because I, I, for me, it was always a little bit of a slower patch, but that was always good because it gave me time to recharge for the big Christmas rush. But I just know right now that if you are a beauty professional, you are feeling already those effects of the busy, busy time and the demands on your time and energy right now. There are three states that we can look at right now in order to help us to really do better behind the chair or as a beauty professional, and that is to look at whether we are suffering, whether we are surviving, or whether we are thriving. And it's a great conversation to have because it's kind of like a check-in with yourself to see where you're at and then to be able to go from there. Awareness is always the first step. I I live by this, um, but it's not the final step. It's just the first step. So where are you? Are you suffering? Are you surviving or are you thriving? And for me, I always found that the suffering for me came in the middle of it. So say it is December and it is the 14th and I know I have two more weeks or 10 more days left of this. That was when mentally for me, I would suffer the most. It was just the knowing that I was only halfway through it. And then I would start to feel like I was surviving or thriving on December 23rd, 24th, when I knew that I had a break coming up. And same thing with September, you know, I would feel a lot better when I knew I was only three days away from a break in October. 
And so I say this because one of the ways in which I really want to focus today's conversation is about our mental energy or our mental capacity because that's where this is coming from. It's the perception of what was ahead of me. It's the perception of where I was on my journey that either had me suffering, surviving, or thriving. And I wish you were here with me now because I wish you could tell me, hey, amen, or yes, ma'am, or whatever to say, that's me. Um, because I feel like it's the case for so many of us. So before we get into the aspects of thriving that I wanted to chat with you about today, Let's first talk about energy and the types of energy that we need as beauty professionals and service providers, essentially caretakers. And we have both physical and mental energy. And both of them are needed to survive, but we know so much more about the physical side. We know that we need rest, the appropriate amount of rest, which is different for everybody, but has definitely been pinned down to six to eight hours of sleep a night. And then we have the fuel that we talk about. So feeding ourselves with the right things in order to give us sustained energy. And I don't need to have a conversation about that today. Well, two reasons. Number one, I'm not an expert on nutrition. Um, but number two, I think, again, we we hear so much about it. Um, I think I just want to send out the reminder that coffee is not the only fuel you need for a day. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave that out there. You know who that's for if it's for you. But mental energy is not something that we think too much about, which is funny because, of course, it's all about the thinking. <laughs> but mental energy is actually defined as a mood. And it is comprised of our capacity for enthusiasm, for motivation, for drive, for willingness. And those four aspects really do describe thriving. Like I know I'm thriving when I have enthusiasm for life, when I feel motivated, when I have the drive to do things, when I have the willingness, the want, the even maybe the need to do things. I also want to add a fun fact about mental energy and that is that the definition says that there's a, an, a limited amount of it each day. And once depleted, decision-making and productivity decline rapidly. And I believe this is so true. I'm sure as you're listening to this, it's common sense that when our mental energy is depleted, that we can no longer make decisions. Any one of us, I'm sure by the last client of the day, if they're the one that really wants a huge change, at least for me, I can say there will be times in, say again, September and December where I would just be like, really? Really? I cannot even think about what I want to do with your hair right now or what we could do, but I'm going to pull it from somewhere. And I would have to like go into the depths and resources of everything I had in order to f sound enthusiastic enough to really give my guest what they deserve because that's what they deserve. That's what they're coming for. And I knew for me, I didn't want to be giving my last client of the day different energy than I was giving my first client, but I had no choice because that's all I had left to give. And so thinking that it's limited and knowing that it's a limited resource is great. 
There was an aspect though of the definition that I also have been working on lately and that is mood. So I've been doing a lot of research on mood and how our mood affects how we perceive the world and then how we show up in the world. And what I also know to be true is our mood. So whether or not, for instance, that we're feeling happy, mad, glad, sad, you know, all the simple ones, um, they will affect how much mental energy we have. Because when I am feeling enthusiastic, when I'm feeling motivation, when I'm feeling drive, when I'm feeling the willingness, that fuels more energy. So I want to simplify that. Basically, what I'm saying is Our perception, my perception, your perception of life also can generate more mental energy or it can drain our mental energy. So again, if we go with the definition and we make the assumption that mental energy is also mood, then depending on what mood we are, gives us the capacity for how much we can do and whether we suffer, survive, or thrive. I'm going to let that sink in for a second because that is such a big piece and I want to repeat it again, maybe in a different way to really drive it home. So our mood, where we are on the scale of emotions will tell us how much energy we can give something. Just think about it this way. If you have ever had depression, which throughout our lives, everybody will experience depression, just maybe not a depressed state or maybe not a diagnosis, right? Because diagnosis means that you've had prolonged depression, but every one of us knows what it feels like to be depressed. Just think about your capacity in that moment to give anyone else any energy, It is not possible. There's nothing to give. And so if we really think of mental energy like a mood and consider it that, this one and the same, then we can recognize the difference between our mood being depressed at the moment for whatever reason. But that is the state that we're in versus when, again, for whatever reason, our happiness um, gives us more mental energy. Just think about how if you're excited and happy, if somebody asks you for something, there's like a different feeling towards giving it to them or providing it for them. It's you know, a place of excitement to do it for them. There's an energy behind it. We have the capacity to do it. And If you're a human being listening to this, you know, because my dog is here, he's listening. But if you're a human being, then I know you get it. I know you get that, that your mood makes all the difference. And so now that we've grounded that factor, let's move into how do we use that? How do we harness that to thrive right now in the busiest time of the year and harness the most energy we can so that we can reap as much from those ripe fields, those clients coming in, the um, ability to really create better connections with our guests, the ability to then have greater impact and income and see opportunities where they are. That's what thriving means for me anyway in, the, in our industry. How do we use our mood to harness that? So let's look at the next piece. What affects our mood? How do we get from one mood to another? And that simply is our thoughts for the most part. So our thinking creates our mood. 
Therefore, whatever we focus on is going to create a feeling inside of us based on our past interaction with that thought, our past knowledge of what that topic is and our perception of that topic. And I say that because it is different for everybody, you know. Um, Some people could look at an apple and think, oh, that's delicious. I love it. They're brought back to a beautiful memory from childhood of picking apples from a tree. But then another person could look at an apple and maybe that's how they chipped a tooth or whatever and they don't have the same perception or maybe there was a bug in it and so they were turned off from apples for their entire life. You know, that is exactly what happens in our brains and it's very different for each person but what is definite is whatever you're thinking about is going to create feelings within you because our thoughts our brain communicates with our body and our body communicates with our brain and it's a big loop all the time but whatever your focus on will create the mental energy and then that mental energy flows into physical energy and creates a mood And so knowing that now, that's how we can harness the three aspects of thriving that I want to talk about today, which are connection, growth, and learning, and looking for what's good. Now, here are the action steps for this. How do we do this in salon? So the first one being connection, how do we use connection in order to thrive? Well, what we want to do is we want to find a point of connection with everybody that we speak with. So all of our guests, all of our coworkers, because if you can find something that you both enjoy to speak about, then you will find more energy to get through your day. It sounds so simple, but it's very, very effective. And so this doesn't mean that you have to get into the personal life of your guest, nothing like that. It just means that you find a commonality, which there usually is one. If they're your guests, they're with you for a reason. You probably already know what it is if you've been seeing them for a while. So talk about that. Focus on that. Focus on something that gives you both energy. Here's the cool thing about this too, is that you feel off each other's energy and so if they are enjoying what they're speaking about and you're enjoying what you're talking about then both of you are going to collectively add more energy to the entire conversation and if you then bring it back to you know the things in which are going to help you to thrive monetarily wise in the salon so the products you love you know the ways in which you love to style their hair things that make them look good and you focus on that then you're even exponentially helping with connection and you are bringing more joy and more energy because again uh, mental energy is a mood and so you're raising the mood of both yourself and your guest and this is something that you can be very very plain playful with like with all of the things I'm about to share so make it a game what can I do in order to boost both of our moods right now and just watch it in action it is it is so fun to see it happening real time so again it's focusing on connection focusing on what is a connecting piece that we can share together and that is one of the elements of thriving Another element of thriving is in growth and learning. If you can look for the ways in which you are learning and growing in a day, then you are also going to hit on another human need, which is growth and evolution. We all want to evolve. We all want to grow, even if it's not something that you identify with being a learner, that is. 
it doesn't matter. It's still a part of you. And so if you can look for the little ways in which in this instance, maybe how you can service Sally better, how you can, um, sell that product more uh maybe how you can turn your curling iron so that you can create a different curl and really focus on the learning aspect of that and the growth aspect of that maybe it's you can learn a different thing about uh, skincare that day if you can focus on how much you're learning and growing every day you will step into thriving because even just that feeling of learning and growing helps you to elevate your mood and give you more energy. And again, these are both simple things that you can do throughout your day, no matter how busy you are. Um, and at first it'll seem like a chore, but over time it will actually benefit. You'll see the benefits and you'll want to do it more. It'll become more second nature for you. And so that brings us to the last piece, which is looking for what's good about this. This is one that I share with all of my coaching clients because I do it all the time when I recognize that I'm in a low mood or a low state, which again, automatically means that I'm lowering my mental energy and capacity for decision making and productivity, then I will ask myself, what's good about this? And there has to be something good about it. Here's the thing. The positive is always available to us. We just can't see it if we're focusing on the negative. And I can prove this to you in a simple way. Just right now, if I were to ask you to look around your room and find everything that's blue, just do it. Take a second. Look, can you see everything that's blue? Great. Now close your eyes and tell me everything that you saw that was red. You probably can't think of anything unless you're very familiar with the room. And that's because you were focused on blue. So if you start to look for the red pieces, you'll see them. It's the same thing with, um, you know, whether or not we focus on what's good about something or what's not so good about something. And by focusing on what's good about something, again, you will fuel more happy thoughts. You will fuel more positive interactions and therefore you will be on your way from not just merely surviving, but thriving. Now, these three things seem so simple and they really are. They really are that simple connection, focusing on growth and learning, focusing on what's good about this. They are simple ways that you can, again, switch yourself from a state of feeling like you're exhausted to a state of feeling like you have mental energy, capacity, enthusiasm, motivation, drive, willingness. They do that, these simple things. It's just that at first it doesn't seem so simple because your brain, again, uses the most energy in your body. And if your brain uses the most energy in your body, it has to use even extra energy to do something new, which is why anything that is a new habit for us feels like it is work, even if it is something that feels amazing to us. It will feel like work at first because we consciously have to change our focus. We constant we we uh, have to actually change where our brain is to make it look at something new again and that little switch takes energy again. However, it's just like building muscle at the gym. So if you want to have stronger arms, you've got to work those arms. If you want to have stronger legs, you've got to work the stronger legs. And at first, the exercises seem so hard. But over time, you just 
get better at it. It gets easier. It's the same with any mental exercise that you do. So I hope that these um, pieces were informative for you. I hope it's something that you incorporate into your day and into your busy times that are to come. And I really hope that it helps you to not suffer, to not merely survive, but to thrive in every aspect of your life. But especially, you know, when you're servicing guests, because I know that you have the ability to make so much beautiful impact and your ability to make impact is exponentially grown when you are in a mental capacity or a mood that is one that is productive, energizing, and empowering. So there you go. That is our episode for today. If you like this, then please check out our episode again in two weeks. This is a bi-weekly podcast and I hope to see you then. Don't forget to share this with a friend and don't forget to get rooted. Well, that concludes this episode of the Get Rooted podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And if you enjoy the content, then hit the subscribe button. You will be notified the next time there's a podcast drop. Also, you can rate and review to help this reach more people. If you want to get rooted more often, then why not head over to Instagram and check out my page at Stephanie Clarity Coach, where you will find similar content and be part of a community. Either way, I hope to see you soon. And remember to take care of those roots.